You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com. And streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Get Out Alive with Bear Grylls After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Get Out Alive with Bear Grylls After Show. I feel like I need to salute. I agree. <laughs> you think Bear would salute? Yes. Totally. Yeah, All right. Totally. Okay. Can we just hug and kiss real quick? Yes, let's do, please. Let's just hug. <laughs> I love you. Hey, everybody. What's up? Welcome to AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Candon Bliss. And joining us tonight, of course, the AM broadcast, Miss Ashley Michelle. You knew my Twitter before I you did. even said it. Why do I even have to plug myself? I'm <laughs> Ashley. Hey. And our special guest tonight, we're missing the boys, so this is an all-girl show, which you should be really excited about. But my lovely, beautiful, amazing Mama Donna, Mama OMG. Donna. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy to have my mom and partner in this amazing journey here with us tonight. So you guys, I'm just, I'm excited. You guys call in if you have any questions for us as a team about the show, our experience. We would love, love, love to hear from you. I'm decompressing so, right now. I know. I so, need to do the same. My heart is still racing, I swear, from the episode. It's so, too much. Well, can I just get everything out on the table right now? Please, like, let's, let's just get it all let's out. Just, let's just lay it out real quick. Girl talk. You know what, Candon Bliss and I stay close to your mind. We there. definitely are like this. Hey, there is no tearing us apart. I don't care what her f- funny humor is or anything. <laughs> we are thick as thieves, and this show only made us thicker. Mm-hmm. So for the naysayers out there, we are BFFs forever. Okay, <laughs> I love it. Thanks. My I think mom you can is tell that. It's evident to me, at least, when I watch. Well, I appreciate that. That's very important. I mean, obviously, we've got some... We had some things we wanted to prove when we went into this show, just about our depth and her character, obviously. Um, things that we were important to us. And more than that is just our relationship. And for our relationship to be anything less than what is real would have been very disappointing. So I Absolutely. appreciate that. I think people who know us um, and understand our relationship get it. And, you know, I think I think the the second episode played our relationship <laughs> up a little worse than it actually was. And this episode, yeah, we were frustrated with each other a little bit. You know, when, when she's kind of talking herself down, not only am I mad in general, but I'm mad that she's talking down to herself because I'm so proud of her for what we're doing. That it makes it hard for me to hear. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what wasn't, that's what didn't come across, I think, correctly, mm-hmm. um, in, in the episode. And, you know, and it's a, it's a lesson for me too that to, to see how other people see the way that we communicate and the way that we talk to each other. And maybe it's not right. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not perfect, but 
fix me, please. You have like a little okay. flick. <laughs> this is our part of our relationship also. Uh, <laughs> we pick each other, you know, okay. Thanks, Mama Donna. Okay. We, pick e- we pick each other apart, you know, and we're the only mother daughter team. Therefore, we're the only representation of the way mothers and daughters are sometimes. And you just, you can talk to each other in a way that you don't talk to anyone else. And you sometimes can. you bicker. And I mean, please jump in on that. Yeah, I mean, please. Validate Absolutely. That. I mean, I, I don't think that even needs to be, you know, I don't want you guys to be upset or Candon you to be upset because people might think, well, you know, she shouldn't talk to her mom a certain way. At the end of the day, you can't, that's who you talk, I mean, it sounds bad, but like no. that's who you can talk to with brutal honesty and they're so still going to love you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I don't think it comes across as you being, you know, disrespectful or negative. It comes from the underlying motivation of you wanting your mother to do good. And unfortunately, what they don't show before that is how we're literally holding hands and like, you know, hugging all the time and being so supportive and us telling each other how proud we are of each other. It just gets to a certain point where you can't say that anymore. It doesn't right. work. Well, you know, it's <laughs> funny because yeah. they only, I've noticed throughout the whole season so far, that they only do it in moments when they need it to be that way. Because there are other moments when they're not highlighting any drama between, you know, the two of you or anyone else. <laughs> like, you holding on to each other. You sitting on your mom's lap. I mean, so it's clear. Maybe not in this one particular episode, but I think up until this point, everyone knows how close you are. That's sweet. Well, we hope so, and we hope that I don't know that everybody appreciates that relationship because we certainly do. And there wouldn't, I, I mean, I think someone uh, tweeted me. I think it was like Walmart or Procter and Gamble. Not, not a shameless plug. Just saying, they tweeted me earlier today. <laughs> not and, that we're saying that's bad. And said, you know, it was thank you, mom, and it was saying, what do you think is, you know, what do you have going for you? And I just said, you know, I am so thankful that she pushed me to do the show because I was against it completely initially. It was her idea and I was like, you are crazy. I'm not doing this. I'm crazy. And I'm (laughs) so glad that she did and I think she's very glad and thankful that I pushed her once we got there. Right. You know, because she wanted into this but I think once she got there, she kind of wanted out. Exactly. And I was like, heck no, we are in this and I got, it was like the reverse. Right. Like I really got into it and was so just, I just immersed myself into the experience and did not want it to end as miserable as it was sometimes, I didn't want it to go away. I was already just, my mind had had tuned into a different station, you know? How did it affect your relationship? I mean, because obviously you're super close. You were before, you are now. But there has to be some sort of growth because you guys experience things nobody else will ever experience with you. Only the two of you can relate to each other because of the show. Yeah. That's a question. I mean, I... I'm not real good at answering questions, I guess. No, but you're, no. I mean, I no, think. No, I mean, I think, I think the growth is definitely there. Number one, I believe that Candon has learned to be less fearful, to, to trust people, and to, to, to maybe not be so, um, I don't know, analytical to where you just yeah. beat a dead horse. Like, just have faith and do something different that seems very scary to you. And then for me, it was not to be a quitter because when things get hard, it gets really dumb. Yeah, as we saw, when you say, yeah. I hate this mountain, you know, yeah, I think seeing, I it, seeing it. it on TV, too, I hope, I mean, it, you it know, does. certain things that showed me, oh, wow, maybe, you know, not that everything's perfect and exactly true or, or on TV, but 
there's just certain things that you you kind of see it in where the way the public sees it, the way everybody right. else sees it, and you're like, oh wow, I've never seen it like that before. So right. you have to take that into consideration. And so I think just like she's saying, for her, when things get tough, everything's dumb, everything's stupid. Mm-hmm. She puts everything down right. in order to be able to move past it and get through it. And and I don't want to be that person. No. You know, I don't have a, you know, a whole lifetime yet to live, but I have enough years where this, this old dog can learn new tricks. And if it means trying to be more positive, that's what I want to take out of it. I mean, I wasn't a hundred percent successful, but for me, winning was not being sent home first. (laughs) Heck yeah. I was such an underdog. And I think, um, four whole journeys, uh, with a few moans. Hey, winning! Yeah, but, you know, it's funny that you guys even, that was mentioned tonight because I, even if you might have said a few things, I, you don't come across one bit negative. Uh, you're, you you're there. like the team cheerleader. I mean, that's what it looks like. And I am a silly cheerleader. I'm a girl. And that's part of this whole, like, who I am is, you know, I'm this high heels, hot rollers, cheerleader, dance team girl. Way I'm more just, than me. I'm just old. Like I'm all more. of that, but just older. I'm still that same person. Right. And for Candon, um, you know, totally a different person that God created for us. But wimpy, sissy, toughy, <laughs> athlete kind of thing. And so that's what y'all were seeing out yeah. of her mouth came the star athlete, that rough and tumble kid in the barn. And I'm just sort of a sissy all the time. But I proved to myself and all my girlfriends at home, the ones that I really care about, that I can do things. Um, and, and, you know, so. And I'm very proud of her. And I think I'm proud of myself because I think I'd forgotten what she knew I had in me, that fight and that strength. I forgot I had that because I got wrapped up in a world that maybe told me I wasn't or the way that I looked was different than who I thought I was. Um, And just surrounded myself with people who maybe didn't have that same attitude and strength. And it revitalized that part of me and showed me that... I can eat worms, like, uh, yeah. you know, maggots, mm-hmm. like, I would down those maggots. <laughs> You're like, you I know. had so many of them. I had so many maggots because <laughs> I was, because there was no way in hell, I'm sorry, I was eating a half formed, okay. developed, du- we can, let's get there. Let's, let's get, talk let's about the episode. Yeah, let's, let's start we'll talk. The be- yeah, let's go to the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I can, if you'd like. We can go back and forth, of course. Um, but let's go back to when we drew the knives mm-hmm. from the very beginning. Uh, you guys, for the first time, drew food, something different than fire. <laughs> How did that feel? Were you, like, excited or was yeah. that scary? No, I think we Hallelujah. were. Hallelujah. Yeah. We <laughs> yeah. were, at that point, we were pumped because, literally, we've been sitting around the campfire at base camp, and she's been cooking red beans and rice and talking about food and how much we love food and we love to cook for people, that's what we've been talking about. Right. And so fire was part of it, and we got to help with food, but right. to be in charge of food was exciting. Yeah, I just <laughs> knew, okay, our time to shine, please. Food is going to be an epic, monumental time for us. And um, so we were we were really excited about the food. And then at, at that point, yeah, at that point, <laughs> for like five minutes. <laughs> and then Jim and Austin and Robin and Wilson had shelter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Madeline and Ryan and uh, who was it? Madeline and Ryan and, and Royce, Royce and Kyle had obstacle. obstacle. And then Jeff and Chris and Lucky and Louie had fire. Right. Did everybody seem content with what they received? I think so. I think so. Is it ever intimidating? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, especially with you guys, you were so used to fire, but it was probably a nice change for you. 
I kind of wish we'd stuck with them. Well, well, well before you found out what <laughs> Dang it, it Candon, pull it, it's the same knife. Darn it. Yeah, that, that's It was going ball. so good. Um, but then after this, we hop on the helicopter, and you both said when we were watching, it was the most fun helicopter ride yet. Why was that? And no doors. <laughs> okay. Okay, so there's that thrill, that little danger piece in there and then you know your arms your hair's flying out of the the helicopter it was pretty intense and our particular driver he would take a mountain head on kind of like chicken do you ever play chicken when yes. you're in the car <laughs> <laughs> well our helicopter pilot decided to do some chicken as we were approaching like this waterfall so it was pretty cool like, i mean our helicopter's a little scary to begin with, and then they're doing that stuff. Yeah, I think, you know, I was really scared about the whole, I thought we were going to have to, you know, do who knows what out of an airplane or a helicopter mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, so I was nervous and scared, but once we got in the helicopter, it was almost like the most amazing, smooth roller coaster you've ever been on with the most amazing views you've ever seen in your life. I mean, yeah, very think, out of body, almost like IMAX at yeah, Disney World. It's not even okay. real. So you're yeah. feeling just like in this wonderland, like the mm-hmm. land before time. I know I've mentioned that before. It literally just reminds you of being in a movie mm-hmm. um, or a dream, <laughs> you yeah. know, one of the two. So you're not really thinking about the the fear of it maybe Didn't no but the beauty is gorgeous it looked it looks beautiful uh, so i can't gorgeous. imagine in reality what it looks like but even with the helicopter ride beginning um the episode for some reason this one seemed so much more epic than last week like the music like everything like i was like really into it it was intense from the beginning <laughs> even from the helicopter yeah. ride well it's so funny because even when we were up there this particular one felt epic yeah did it like the 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 heights of things were so dramatic. We could see the helicopters flying around us, and we're like, oh, this is going to be fancy. <laughs> I mean, the, the journeys definitely have progressed uh, in their intensity, right. in their magnitude, which is what it's supposed to be, I guess. Right. But this one in particular, and even watching as a spectator, like without me being on it, I would have enjoyed this episode a lot more than probably any of the previous right. three because of the the epic nature of it. And like you said, the suspense, it was definitely a suspenseful show. The stories uh, were there and the, the suspense was there. Nobody really knew what was going to happen. And, you know, tempers were out flying. Well, you know, there was enough people at risk yeah. that it made this a very important show, a very important journey. Right. You know, we had all sort of had our times of questionable, you know, journeys. And so this sort of cultivated that time where, okay, we're going to see it's either Robin and Wilson or Don and Ken, you know, that kind of thing. And we were definitely faced with that. So, well, when when you guys first got dropped off out of the helicopters and you go up the mountain, it showed you the episode was showing you struggling at first. I mean, what did you think when you saw another mountain? <laughs> you really want to know what I was thinking? Yes, of uh, course. No. <laughs> I am not going up that. I'm like, "No fair. Are you kidding me? Give me another water journey, yeah. please." Yeah. Okay. Well, because they said waterfall. You know, we see the waterfall when sure. we're in the helicopter. So we know we're going to climb up or down the waterfall. Which I totally love. Yeah. The rock climbing part, one of the writers for TV Guide or somebody said, oh, Mama Donna said she found a new passion. Well, really? Like, uh, no, you misunderstood. The rock climbing part, like the part where we're on the rock, 
not the, the hike, not hike. not the climb up to the rock. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. So get that straight. But but no, really, uh, for, for me, that 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 whole waterfall rock climbing was exhilarating because you're stretching, your limbs are just really pushed to their max, and it's if you're flexible, it's a little bit easier. You had to use a lot of upper body strength, but. I loved that part. But what they didn't show was that the first hike initially up to the waterfall was really intense. Like up that straight. Like it was very, it was very steep, but it was also full of rocks and obstacles and holes and spiky Spaniard roots and things. And they really didn't show how challenging that just small stretch of hike was. But they did show the the stress of it when (laughs) they showed you saying to your mama, Mom, if you keep talking to yourself like that, I'm going to push you down this mountain. Okay. (laughs) Okay, funny. Okay, explanation here. Uh, So, yeah, number one, the fact that she's talking down at herself, not the fact that she's struggling at all, because obviously I'm struggling. Everybody's struggling. Everybody I think she's amazing for just freaking breathing and walking up the mountain. But talking outwardly to herself and vocalizing how how stressed she is and talking down negatively to herself, not to anybody else, but just to herself, was frustrating to me. And what really happened was she said, I really want to throw my bag down the mountain because she hated having her backpack on. And because of the way our sense of humor is, we just, I'm going to throw you down the mountain. I'm going to throw you down the mountain. Like, you know, your mom, your mom's face. You know, like, that's just, we're we're, we're silly. Like, we're just ridiculous. That's just how I will slap you. I will slap you. Like, we... And people don't get it, but that's just our little quirky communication that we have, and that's what really happened. So it was try- it was kind of a sarcastic like, and I, I love you, but that. shut the heck up. You know I what really I mean? Didn't. Like, I didn't even hear that. I mean, whatever. I, I feel would- like with the connection that the two of you had, had you heard that yeah. in the moment, you would have laughed. Yeah. Well, I did hear one of the things she said to me, please. Which was, "Come on, Mama, it's not about." Effort is okay. about heart. I'm like, heart my ass. Oh my, okay, that, like, I wrote that down immediately in my notes because I'm like, this is the funniest thing so far. But that's what I mean. I told you when we were watching, even when you're frustrated, you're so precious. <laughs> like, you were really upset and you were like, you know, this is, like, I'm over it. You're like, I, I you know, heart doesn't matter. And you still came across, like, but so see, cute. See, the one time I try to be, like, really, like, it's about heart and, like, be really deep with her. She's yeah. like, heart my ass, you know? So, yeah. I'm just, no, I can't do that. I no. can't be, like, all sentimental and positive and encouraging like that. I have to talk to her the way that she understands. And, and I right. understand it because, seriously, when I told her... I kick it. What I did kick I, it when on the second episode, when I told you I wasn't here to baby you, you're like, okay, come on, everybody. Like, <laughs> it motivates you to move, you know? Like, I have to say, that's just do what works. works, you know? Yeah, so. yeah, and but it works for you guys. You yeah. got, how many episodes is this? Four, five? Four. Four. Yeah, I mean, oh, you did so good. well. Thank you. You're Thanks. welcome. All right, so we hike up that thing, we climb the waterfall, and there's... And what did they call it? The Via? Via Ferrata, which means Ferrata. Iron Ways. So, it was really old. It's a very old <laughs> waterfall, and there's these old, like, rickety, you know handles that you can kind of hold on to, but some of them are, like, popping out. And it looked terrifying. It it was pretty terrifying, and you were we, we definitely were um, hooked up via, you know, cables, but... One cable. One, yeah, one cable, but really, if you slip... That doesn't stop you from hitting your head on the mountain or, like, right. falling down. Like, yes, maybe somebody can pull you back up, but you're still going to probably get hurt. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> so it's not a very um, safe 
and comforting climb. It's no, very it terrifying. Wouldn't. And the thing about it is, is you really were not even watching because what Bear said was, don't look down. Mm-hmm. Okay. We did not look down. Now I looked up. I could see the helicopter spinning around the tops of our head, but we didn't really look down to see how far up we really were. So even though I was afraid, what made me the most afraid was the rock actually inverted yeah, on itself. That, yeah. Made it a very awkward climb. And that's what was so scary. Um, yeah, the, the last couple steps were definitely, you were backwards. And it's all physical strength, upper body strength. And if you don't right. have any strength, which most of us didn't, mm-hmm. because we're drained and tired and hungry, you you have to really push for whatever's left, and it's not very much. Well, I was so glad to, honestly, Royce was up there cheering for everybody. And, I mean, I was really motivated by just him being there. I don't know. He's so sweet. He, he just was being very encouraging. Very encouraging. I mean, again, cheerleader, he was definitely speaking my language. He was motivating me the way I understand, like my way of Candon, you know, and... I felt like that that helped me a lot to just be happy in the moment. I think that helped. That I think that helped everybody. I mean, I know Louis struggled, Madeline struggled just with the the height, mm-hmm. um, being scared of heights, and Robin and Wilson obviously struggled. And so the, the attitude in that whole uh, environment was really positive and encouraging, and everybody was happy because everybody could see how hard it was. Yeah, the boys did really good to sort of keep that very in the forefront to just help us get through that. But, like, getting to the top of that waterfall, and, like, I went back out at one point to help towards the end when Robin was coming up, and just sitting on the edge of that, I don't know, cliff, you know, with a waterfall, I mean, it's scary, but amazing to feel like you've just accomplished that, and I think everybody really celebrated in that moment, Mm -hmm. conquering something. Not Mm -hmm. just, like, a hike, but, like, a real obstacle that not a lot of people can do. obstacle, for sure. (laughs) What slapped me in the face was Bear said, like, now are you ready for the hard part? Are you kidding me? I would have, like, I would have preferred him to not said anything. Like, let's move on to the next thing. But that happens to you guys a lot. lot. Like, you're not even remotely close to being done. And then they're like, oh, we're just getting started. I mean, and this is, you're supposed to be motivating each other and have this positive attitude. No wonder you might complain here or there. Hello. That's what I'm surprised. <laughs> but so after you get to the top, then you two have to lead everyone to through. Yeah, it was a pretty, it was a fairly short ish um, hike. What's short? Fairly level. But it took know, about like, like 30 minutes okay. or so. What? Maybe a little like more than that. Maybe a little Maybe more than You're that. so used to doing I don't like even know. Hiking for three hours. You're like, yeah, we yeah. don't even know. But. But it was flat. It was relatively flat. I was a little bit relieved at that point. Notice I had my backpack on, please. Yeah, I mean, well done. Hello, thank you. (laughs) And then, so you had to go find the eggs, which was, I don't know why, but I just found it so funny. Everybody's looking so hard, and then all of a sudden, here's a pile, a random pile of all the eggs. Honestly, I feel like somebody with a magic wand went boop. And that's like, what it looked like. Because it, that's what it felt like. It's like called we're, production. Like, we're all, like, looking around <laughs> underneath the everything. Because we don't know what where they are, what they look like. I mean, we don't know if they're going to look like My butt eggs. was in the water. I was yeah. in a cave looking for... Because they said in the pond, you know, ducks. A, they're ducks, right. Yeah, they lay their... Who knows where they... <laughs> yeah, who knows? Just like Kyle. I don't spend a lot of time at ponds. I don't right, know. exactly. And everyone seemed so genuinely excited. They're like, eggs. Yes. It's our delicacy. This is awesome. And yeah. then 
Unfortunately, that's not the case. No. Go ahead and tell everyone, in case they didn't miss the episode, what you saw when you opened the eggs. Real baby ducks. Yeah, that- we were so devastated that it did not pan out to be just great boiled eggs where we could just sit there and have some rich, luscious boiled eggs where our tummy would be full. And we we all had a, a talk about this before, how about how we, excited we were to have something that we at least knew the food. You know, it was like right. something that we we're used to, something that we could really be happy about eating yeah. for once. And to get all that way after such a strenuous hike, after we got the eggs and had that, you know, I mean, they didn't show how long it was. It was a couple hours of hiking straight up backwards yeah. with spiky Spaniards. People, her fingers were bleeding. Like it, it was brutal. And I carried the. Um, well, we made little. She actually was in charge of it, but I got some grass and we coddled the eggs in little. Sat. Don't break them. Yeah, coddled them, thinking it's yolk. Yeah, yolk. And and heavens forbid if the food team ruined the eggs. Yeah. So I carried the bag up the mountain. You know, pretty much crawling, but trying like not to to be fragile. To you know, to not break the eggs. Right. And I got to the top and didn't break the eggs. You know, that was like my one priority. Which unfortunately, she could barely even be my priority because mm-hmm. I was really focused on not breaking those stupid eggs. Right. Because that was my job. And so, uh, you know, unfortunately, some other people had to kind of take my slack and help her. And uh, I do know, you know, I want to thank Kyle because he did at one point, she was having a really hard time and he pulled out of her backpack a picture of my my dad and my brother that she'd brought with her. Oh. And it really, it made her more emotional in a way. Yeah, I, but I'm it, not so sure that, I mean, right. obviously. It, it, was, it came from a good place. Yeah, exactly. it was it was a little bittersweet because it made her really emotional and, and kind of want to maybe quit in one way, but then it reminded her, <laughs> I think, hopefully, that she we needed to keep going for them and to, to make them proud. And hopefully, you know, that helped. But I just thought it was a really nice gesture that and somebody a, trying to... You know what? To, Everything those boys did, I mean, all of them, those are good people. Our cast... They're all good people. <clears throat> seems and, that and, way. Well, and I'll say this for Bear, is it's a reflection on him. I mean, we're not perfect. We're humans mm-hmm. and we're just regular people. We're not survivals. We're not Eagle Scouts, where we, you know, trained and all of this. We're just regular people. Right. But Bear was was looking for good people, and I, I'm just blessed to have all them, because it's certainly, if you were on a survival, whatever, you want people who you can trust. 100%. That'd 100%. be the most important thing. It is. Yeah. And we were lucky if we were really in a survival mode for people who don't for people who didn't know each other before and may or may not get along you know 100 percent. everybody was there if the need committed to doing what was best for the other person i've or for the group in general Mm -hmm. i think everybody had the right intentions yeah um maybe they didn't come across always correctly but i think everybody is just like she said just good people Yeah. yeah i mean even if there are some moments Every time at the end of the episodes when someone is eliminated, everyone looks upset. Oh, yeah. You know, it's not like there's any bad blood. That's obvious. There was definitely no bad blood. And, um, I mean, I, I can't wait to get together with the peeps in L.A. Well, <laughs> Mama Donna's here Mama for two Donna's weeks, here. everybody. Mama Donna's in L.A., y'all. Let's get together. <laughs> ain't wait to see you. Mean it. Love ya. So OMG. OMG. <laughs> um, but, yeah, okay, so definitely the... Um, 
the eggs were going to be a priority on that last journey. Yeah, so I think the biggest thing was everybody, especially us, we were expecting something so amazing. And to be almost like you feel like you're tricked. That's what she kept saying. I feel tricked. Right. I feel duped. I feel a little deceived. Punked because is a good word. Yeah. Because when, okay, so when Bear brought the maggots, which, woohoo, I eat tons of maggots. Um, he said, you know, mash them up with your egg. So we're thinking, all right, boiled egg, you mash, like you would rice or something. Right. Like, gross, but whatever, we'll do it. So the whole time, no hint at all that it's going to be something so crazy. Like a half-developed baby duck. It was an, an embryo stage. Yeah. Now, obviously, some had more feathers Hair than and, others. Yeah. But the one that I opened actually was very embryonic. And the eyeball was bigger than the head. Oh. It was just creepy looking. And then I thought, this is just... I'm... I'm not okay with eating someone's baby. Now, that's weird. <laughs> no, but it isn't because you saw a face. Yeah. I saw a face. Uh, and, you know, the what the wild is very revealing. And it just revealed that mama in me. Of course. Now, had, I think that was apparent anyway throughout the yeah, show. <laughs> so. Yeah. And I think, I think seeing her so upset, you know, at first I was very calm and I kind of laughed about it. And I, I couldn't touch it. But I sat next to Jeff. Thank you for saving us once again. And uh, he's watching right now, so we're talking I'm to him. really surprised it was Jeff that saved us. <laughs> um, so, so I sat next to him like while he was you know, taking it out of the, the egg, and it just, I couldn't touch it, but I was trying really hard because I knew she couldn't handle it, and I was trying very hard. I'm the animal lover, by the way, not her, me. So it was tough for me as somebody who's very much an animal person to see that, but I knew I wasn't going to eat it. I knew I couldn't eat it. But I stuck around, and what they didn't show is that I stuck around, held that stupid duck over a fire, roasted it for somebody else. I ate tons of maggots. I ate the yolk. There was actually a yolk in one of the, a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Ate some of that. Like I tried my best to be there, at least as a presence, um, until everybody had their food. Now, once that happened, I was done, and I wanted to go check on her. Right. But it's not like I just was like, ooh, screw no, this, I'm going to go away. Like, I, they really didn't show that I stuck it out and that I, you know, really didn't cry until I saw her so upset. And it just started that trigger of emotions for me that I think I was holding back to try to make her stronger. Yeah, but I still think that they did a pretty good job. I, I, I didn't think that it seemed like you guys quit. There have been other episodes where people didn't eat certain things and they were not, you know, kicked off the show because they weren't affecting anybody but themselves. And it ended up, you know, getting to them. But you guys did what you needed to do and it didn't affect anyone else. Well, here's what I think happened is in their in their minds, the final cooking of the duck was the end of the task. My opinion was... If it was a boiled egg, they only told us that we needed to make sure to boil them for five minutes. At that point... Which that she was even around for that. We were both there for the boiling of the right, egg. Right, I saw yeah. that. Well, and, and the here, fire and was a choice. Thing, and you know, what, you know what we didn't even bring up is I've been cooking for a pretty long time. And I know some things. That particular eggs or the eggs floated in the water. And I said, hmm... Candon, 
These are floating. I think eggs are not supposed to float. And she goes, yeah, but you know what? These are duck eggs. And the proportion to like, the I velocity of the floating ratio, blah, blah, blah. And she's like. I'm trying to make up any excuse to, to not think thing. that there's really yeah. something weird in there. Were so you questioning that the whole time? I was already saying you're supposed to not eat an egg that floats because it's, it's bad, fertilized. Uh-huh. Now. Here's what the wild does. It messes with your mind. (laughs) (laughs) You're so crazy. (laughs) And that egg was saying... Boil me, I'm good. <laughs> Candy was saying, I'm, no, I'm good. No, no you I'm are good. a good egg. You are an We're egg. Gonna eat you, We're going to eat you, damn it. We're going to eat you, egg. <laughs> so I was believing in the egg. <laughs> and and it totally disappointed us. Disappointed. That's why I was so mad at the egg. <laughs> See, it's stupid. See, it's <laughs> a stupid egg. And uh, that's how man. I felt about it. Yeah. So. It just, it got to be an emotional night. And unfortunately, I think that was our downfall. Not that we gave up or that we um, didn't do our job. And I think that's unfortunately what was put out there. But that really wasn't the case. We pretty much did our job. Um, she made our own shelter for us because obviously, as you could see, the shelter <laughs> sucked. And I'm, I build yeah. houses and sh- for a living yeah. sometimes in another life. I actually did build <laughs> houses. But now I'm in fashion, but I used to build houses. And when I saw the little taco thing going on, I thought, uh, no. Well, I just don't understand how they could claim that to have been something that they could, quote unquote, build. Yeah. That was pure, that was pure laziness. Well, let me tell you another thing is there were lean to rocks, flat sided rocks with a cave to one side, which led me to believe you take your shelter uh, tarpon, tarpaulin, and let that be your roof. Sling it over one side, and we built like a tent. It was amazing. So while she was doing some of the cooking, I was having to build our shelter. And it, rain was about to come. We didn't get wet. Did everybody else get wet? They got very kind of <sighs> Damp. nasty, dampy, wetty. Why wasn't that mentioned? That's a big well, deal. Well, Bear did on ours. He did. Yeah, he did there, there's a lot. You know, they they really get down to five minutes left in the show, and then they do Bear's Camp. Right. Which takes hours, you know, and so much happens at Bears Camp and so much is revealed that, unfortunately, sometimes when we get there on the show, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Well, and I didn't get any extra credit and get to stay any extra longer because I built my own shelter. But it was a really good shelter and I was proud of it and we were very comfortable. We were private. I mean, we slept fine. Yeah. I just... You know, maybe it could have played out to where I could have gotten a few brownie points for doing that. You know, in spite of the fact that I... And everything that I did that was sort of not the best, I tried to make up in another way. But unfortunately, that since that somehow wasn't the point or the the end-all be-all of whatever her task was... Yeah. it Which is obviously the competition part of the show. Yeah. Unfortunately, in a real like in real life, if you were out, you know, yeah. in the wilderness and you needed to survive, that would be good. Yeah, totally. You know, um, but speaking of survival, the next thing was making the rescue stretcher, <sighs> and you did it with rope, and you had to make twelve rungs. I don't know. Did he explain? I don't remember why it needed to be twelve. Yeah, he, I, I don't know, unless just to keep it all fair, based on the length of rope that you had, because obviously with us, it was apparent. Anything less than what was exactly measured from what he said, it was not going to work. Yeah, I think 12 to make it even on, you know, on both sides, obviously, but to go um, 
maybe like to a si- I don't know six feet. Maybe that's something. Yeah, it was whatever. To um, fit however, the log. To, to fit a human <laughs> on the, the thing, <laughs> right? It has to be pretty big. And again, like most of our survival challenges, ours was great, just not the fastest. Uh, we did do whatever we were supposed to do. We made the knots, we made the twelve rungs, but we did run out of rope. We made it a little too loose. But when well, you're you going made it too wide, or baby. too wide, yeah, you, she made it um, for a really fat survivor person. She had, you she know, was preparing for the worst, just in case. <laughs> So that that was frustrating. But and it we seems were, like Bear understands things like that. Like, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I could be wrong. I wasn't there. But yeah. it seems like he prefers, like, precision over, you know, over timeliness. It, I think that, in a I real... In, no, in, no, no, no. In a real survival situation, I think yes. In the challenges, it's a test. It's a speed test for the feast pit. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you have to be rewarded for going the fastest. But, but you're not going to get kicked off for being the slowest. Absolutely I not. Right. not. I don't think he takes that into consideration at all. Right. Um, but, you know, I, he came up. I think he saw that we were just a little upset because I think we knew we were on the chopping block. At least I did. Uh, I felt it. And I was really frustrated. Had no energy left in me. But I, And I just got emotional. It's just that one moment of letting my emotion get to me pretty much open the floodgates. And I started getting really emotional pretty much all the time. Well, you've been a soldier, like a little soldier the entire time. You're a human being. It's bound to happen at some point. I guess. She did great. So in this challenge, then um, Jim and Austin, they set out first, and then Chris and Jeff were following them very quickly, and it was a tight race. I mean, you guys could see. I mean, they... It looked super close to us as the audience, but being there, did it seem like no, it you had close. no idea who was... And plus, you were also yeah. continuing to build yours. And it was far where they had to go. Yeah. Another thing, you know, like us trying to do our task, I'm like, oh my God, did you just hear what we have to do? We can barely breathe, and we have to run. Well, they took us on a journey to go see what we had to do. Just that, just to go preview what the task was, Entailed it was brutal. Brutal. We so, had to cross, go down a bank, cross a river, go up this moggy uh, your bog. Not bog. bog. I was gonna say mush bog. Mog, whatever. It's a new, hashtag it's moggy. A, hashtag yeah, moggy. moggy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and it was like it was really far. And um, I think we were a little defeated even before going into the challenge, feeling like we you couldn't do that. You had already done a lot, and you're mm-hmm. exhausted. Well, And they didn't show that, to too. They didn't show the hike that next day. It took us a couple hours, which they didn't show. And that's frustrating, because everybody was struggling on that hike. Uh, Robin, Wilson, my mom, I mean, everyone literally was having a hard time. And so to get to that challenge and already feel like, ugh, more... Um, but, you know, kudos to, to Jim kudos. and Austin because Austin. they I just, mean, I don't know how they have it in them. I mean, Austin's I mean, just like Jeff, not like Jim. Anything. I mean, yeah. that's so awesome. They're good. They're good. They're smart. They're sharp. And uh, But Chris and Jeff did good, too. I mean, considering how did he pull it together after Journey 3, his knee and everything? I don't know. And How'd you he- do it, Jeff? <laughs> I'm trying to get him to call in. Um I was, I think I was, I mean, I was happy to see them, but I think I was worried about his knee too, because going in that, that bog, you did sink down, and he, you know, he even said that that was probably the most challenging part. Right. Um, 
But, you know, he's going against Jim, too, which he's old and has bad knees, according to Austin. So, right. I mean, good job to both of them for having it in them to, to get through that. And, I don't know and, how they And Chris it. and Jeff didn't give up. That's what I kept saying. Just I know. stop. So like, admirable. they're getting so far ahead. Like, they were getting, you know, the gap was getting bigger. And I was like, just stop. Like, don't hurt yourself. That's a man thing. Men don't stop. <laughs> hey, that's what separates the men from the bull. From, from, the, from bull. the women. Women. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I mean, really, we're just built different, mentally and physically. And men against men, they're going to go till the blood comes. And the they end. do it in such a, like, um, chivalrous yes. type. There was no, like, they didn't, like, sweat and, like, like they're not mm-hmm. angry. They just keep, they don't, it's, like, silent. Yeah. Yes. Silent confidence. Jeff seems to have that. I love him. <laughs> I'm not the only one. I could help you with that. Okay? I know him. I have his number. So does Candon, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, okay, so we're getting towards the end at this point. And actually, Jeff said something. I didn't know if it bothered you. Um, he said... That at one point they just had to get rid of the dead weight, and he mentioned the two of you, and he mentioned Robin and Wilson. You'd have to know Jeff to, to yeah. let that not bother you. I don't. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, again, nobody has bad intentions, but I even knew it was either going to be me and my mom or Robin and Wilson. See, why and did I think, you feel that way though? Because as an outsider looking in, the two teams. Um, they're, to me, are on the same like level. You, like I have been feeling like on edge. Like Robin and Wilson are going to go home every time, and I haven't felt that way about you guys. Yeah. Genuinely, I haven't. Mm. So why did you feel so strongly that you might? Well, I think I I hoped for that, and in my mind, that probably was the right decision. Love Robin and Wilson to death, but I felt like for me, at least, just like Ryan said. You know, I've been carrying my pack and sometimes my mom's. They've Um, always given their packs to someone else, the two of them. So if you're looking at what amount of work it puts on the other, you know, the other teammates, you should keep us. But however, however, I did realize that, you know, Robin's attitude was only getting better. I think Wilson had a really weird attitude at the beginning, but he kind of just stopped talking. He kind of just, he kind of just stopped. And Robin was very meek at the beginning and, and was struggling. And then she, even though she was struggling, she got, her attitude was, went up. Well, what Um, works great for them? Because let me tell you what, Wilson is a little misunderstood because he was very vocal. Very type A at the beginning. Um, and I was too, but love him. We're a lot alike. But I think that played well as a team for him to recede back vocally. And it almost let her shine. little bit of, you know, coming out of her shell really shine even that much more. It was, it was the right thing for them as a team. What do you think made him step back a little bit? I think everybody's I think- reaction to his vocalness. That's just his personality and it wasn't that we didn't like him at all. It was just he was misunderstood. And sometimes and I annoying. Think, and I think Robin understood, hey, these guys aren't getting you uh-huh. and you might be rubbing them the wrong way. If you will just stay in this and that's what she kept saying was "If I'm so proud that he's just still here. Because this was her game. Yeah. Just like this was something I chose to do. Okay. Um, by you know, she Wilson does, and I were the bystanders. At, yeah, <laughs> the innocent bystanders. 
Yeah, except Candon really got into it. Yeah. And then we also, when we got voted off, I said to the producers, like, hey, wouldn't it be a great idea if you just let me go home? I'll take Wilson, <laughs> and you put Robin and Candon together, and they can stay. They <laughs> that would have been extremely they interesting. They really want to be here. Aww. And they're like, scratch their head a minute. Just one minute. Went, eh, eh. Well, that, well the fact the that they stay. even scratched their head for a second. <laughs> well, but, you know, not it wasn't going to happen, no. but it was a funny well, thing for me to say. I just, I just could see that okay we're on journey four what there's you know five six seven eight so four journeys left i i i couldn't see her making it the whole way i had some physical issues that i will not discuss in this arena (laughs) (laughs) it is something that i will not talk about is it something that we should worry about Yes, no. as human well, beings. <laughs> no, as we passionate yes, human beings. We yes. definitely there were some bodily issues that definitely don't make you very comfortable you in don't the go wild. To the bathroom oh, okay. So, Especially but anyway, not even just that, but just in general, I could oh, see. All kind of stuff. I could see that she wasn't going to make it to the end. Right. And as much as I wanted to make it to the end, I somehow felt like we're not necessarily. Looking at the rest of the teams and yeah. seeing who else was there, no matter how much confidence I had in myself or her or us as a team, I didn't feel like we could beat some of those other teams because they just had certain skills that we didn't have or had certain uh, mindsets that maybe we didn't have. And that stunk. Um, and then I maybe maybe I started to defeat myself. I don't know. But well. I just knew that either we were going to go home this week or we were going to go home after Robin and Wilson. Yeah. Unless somebody else made some horrible, big, bad mistake, I felt like it just was a matter of time. And so at first, there was a moment um, during the, the survival test that I was, you know, we were talking and getting frustrated. And I pretty much was just like, all right, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm okay with being done for like a second. And then as soon as we were done with that challenge, I was like, crap, no, like, this mm-hmm. is not okay. Like, I do not want to go home. And it, so it, it was a very much a battle of emotions at that point. Um, but I just, but I there knew. was a sense of peace because there's a photograph taken of us right after that. And I just could see in us there was a sense of resolve that we weren't going to change anything up. And mm-hmm. to this point, we had done everything that was in us at that moment. And hindsight's twenty twenty. You yeah, know, absolutely. if watching it back, if I would have taken a bite of a duck, would that have made a big difference? You know, I don't know. Right. But at that point, it didn't feel like it. It didn't feel like if I really do something that I really don't want to do, is it even going to matter at this right. point? That's how I felt because I just felt like maybe I was such an underdog on the hill, or I call it a hill, but such so far behind. But some of the things that Candid would say on the hill is, Mama, you're not the very last one. Which she wasn't. Mama, you're not the... Mama, you're not doing the worst today, which was encouraging at the moment, but I couldn't judge. I just felt in my head, oh, I'm totally the worst one. So why? So she owned up to it. I'm bad. I'm so bad. I'm no good. You know, and that got frustrating because really she wasn't at the back. Um, But anyway, it... I just felt like, again, it was either going to be us this week and Robin and Wilson next week or Robin and Wilson mm-hmm. this week and us next week. Like, it just had to be, at that moment, that was in my head. Um, and, you know, that's, I still, I still, I have a little, you know, I still have a little bit of a problem with it. I still don't think we were right to go home in some ways. Um, I get it, you know, but I still don't 100% agree. And I think that there's a couple other people out there who agree with 
you know, my... I'm one of them. <laughs> Yay. I really am. I just see so much strength in you two as a team in different ways. I see the physical, like, the endurance and the strength in you. And you're so uplifting. You're like a little angel. Well, I'm, I'm uplifting in ways that I think that the camera this time didn't show. You know, I mean, maybe maybe you saw some things. Maybe you're just psychic. <laughs> because I was. But no, I think everybody, too, you know, the cast has been um, has been tweeting us all day. And just that nothing really was the same once we left. And I know most of it is because of her. And that makes me feel really good because she was everybody's mom. No, you had a good di- dynamic. It, it was definitely the both of you, for sure. Yeah. Well, I couldn't have been there without her. Are you kidding me? She, she, she completes me. <laughs> oh, so cute. Um, okay, so are we going to talk to Jeff or do you want to go right into Bear's camp? What what are, what are our Let's about? go into Bear let's go into Bear's camp and we'll see if we can get him on the phone. Jeff call us. Are you kidding me, <laughs> Jeffrey Powell? Mama Donna says call in now. <laughs> okay, so we'll move on to Bear's camp in the meantime, but we really need Jeff to call in. So do that. Um Jeff has some opinions. I would love to hear them because he seems so soft-spoken on the show, so I would love to hear his opinion. Oh, he's not soft-spoken in private, for sure. But, you know, they're, a cute, they're a cute team, aren't they? I will say, too. Oh, from the beginning, Chris, I was like, those are the ones. Like, my, those are my crushes. Yeah. Chris is, I have to say, Chris took such good care of my mom. I just think he's the most adorable he is so boy adorable. on the planet. Mm-hmm. Do you ever just so look sweet. at people, and this just might be the, like, really sensitive person in me, but you just look at people and, like, your heart breaks or, like, you just love them. And, yeah. like, that's how I felt with both of those boys. They seem mm-hmm. like good people. They are. Yeah. And I want to get to know them better. I mean, honestly, they, you don't really get to know the boys because they're not really open. Right. But there's just that little chemistry that he and I, uh, Chris and I shared some moments um, when we were doing rose hips, which they didn't show any of the oh, rose man, hips. Oh, man, they didn't at all. But that's part of our food. We would go out and gather rose hips, and we would boil them, and it would make a semi-sweet, semi-citrusy water. That's and then you could eat them like a little grape or something. I mean, there's not that great, but it was better than just dirt. Or ducks. Yeah, or ducks. Or ducks. Yeah. But, um, but, you know... And if you did it wrong, they would hurt you really bad because there were hair in them, and they would choke you. It's like I remember you talking about these. Yeah, like okay, yeah. But if you're, you've ever heard of rosehip tea, I mean, it's like a legit thing, right? Uh, that you can buy. And so we pretty much made our own rosehip tea, and uh, we I don't ate, know. But I mean, what are those little purple flowers called that we ate? Clovers. Like clover purple, flowers, purple clovers, red yeah. clover. But but anyway, Chris stuff. and I would have some moments over the red rose hips, and I just. And he would always say, Mama Donna shared hers with me. And (laughs) you know what I'm saying? So it was just kind of like that. I got you. I got your bag. I love that. He got my bag. That doesn't surprise me because, you know, I feel like boys, they love their mamas. Yeah. And and nobody was there. And it was you. You I I love that. Kind of, yeah. (laughs) We have a caller. (laughs) Hi. 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 I don't really have a voice. I'm uh, sick. Oh, no. You're sick. You should drink some rosehip tea. (laughs) (laughs) I should. I did buy some vitamin C that is derived from rosehip, so it hasn't kicked in yet, though. Well, thanks. Can y'all hear me? Can you understand me? Yeah, you sound okay. You sound great. We can hear you. (laughs) What do you think about all this, Jeffrey Powell? Uh, Well, uh, you made a comment, or one of you guys made a comment about uh, calling y'all dead weight. 
I wanted to say something about that. Yeah, you better explain. Um, you better do some explaining. <laughs> well, I felt like I was made out to be the villain. They used all of my bites for, for whatever reason. I know I wasn't the only one that was saying a lot of this, uh, but for whatever reason, they decided to use me. Well, what um, do you mean other people were saying negative things like dead weight, too? Uh, hey, that's not, <laughs> it's, <laughs> no, I mean, I, it was you guys were struggling. Yeah. So, you know, but, um, you know, I, I think what it was is, for me, at least, I, I this was the first one where I was, I think, really surprised. Um, as you know, I, I, I had a feeling that both you guys are going to be, uh, you know, kind of on the chopping block and it was going to be criticized. Um, but my point was, um, both of them, Robin and Wilson, were struggling, and they were on the shelter team, and they didn't really, they didn't really have anything. A bear didn't really ask them, or at least it doesn't show an episode, mm-hmm. um, you know, what they contributed to the shelter team, other than that they let uh, Jim and Austin kind of take lead since since they had done it before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I don't really feel like they did anything for the shelter team. And so you guys did get the eggs and carry them up and over, even though it wasn't really a, a concern about getting them cracked. It um, <laughs> would have been great to know that before the three-hour <laughs> yeah. hike where I'm trying to coddle the eggs. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, but that definitely made it more challenging to get up and over. Yeah. Um, you know, and you have to wonder if they were on the food team, mm-hmm. uh, would they have been able to do that? Good um, point, Jeffrey um, Cowell. Like, so what I mean is I felt like you guys at least did your part for um, a little bit, or at least more than half, and I don't really feel like they they perhaps contributed to half of what they should have on the shelter team. So I just felt like there was a lot of stuff that was in you guys' favor. Jeff, um, when you watch when you watch these episodes back, is it a lot different from you? Do you see different things than what you experienced? Um, there's a lot of stuff that's um, that's certainly magnified. Um, you know, just kind of going back to the first episode uh, when Chris got into the water. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we thought that was a mistake for sure. But we we certainly didn't think it was as a grave mistake as it was until we got to Bears Camp. Um, and it wasn't even until toward the end of Bears Camp that he even brought that up. And we were there for, you know, an hour and a half probably. So it certainly kind of alters it a little bit, but it, it's still pretty accurate. It's just kind of, you know, played up to the stuff that's, that's intriguing for the viewers. Yeah. So question, do you think, like, obviously Bears seem to make – um, our I don't know our her attitude, our attitude, and the fact that we got emotional. Uh, the biggest issue that it was maybe bringing other people down. But I saw Lucky and you and everybody laughing at the fire, you know, and taking some oh, sort yeah. of comical relief in it. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. Do you really think that like? Whatever, my mom getting upset at the eggs was like some grave, you know, terrible attitude adjustment that needed to be made. No, I think uh, I don't know. You know, I I didn't at the time. It was I think that was the first time I laughed for days. You know, and it was great. I needed it. And um, we, you know, there was such a limited space around that fire. You guys couldn't really get around there anyways because we were having to feed it the whole time. So we boiled them, and yeah, you didn't open the rest of the eggs, but. Um, you know, what was that really going to do? Maybe y'all stuck around and made sure that everybody got it. Um, I did. Like I said, I didn't. Spoon yeah, you did them. for a little while. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I just, to me, those, it kind of, I don't know. I I guess I didn't think that at the time being such a strong um, issue or such a big issue as it was. My, I remember going into Bears Camp, the, the, the other big thing on my mind 
that didn't get shown at all, which, you know, I don't necessarily want to bring up just because I'm trying to bash Wilson, but there was a few times where his his honesty came into play, and I think it did in this one as well. Um, and you never see that. Um, you know, going back to the first episode, Bear specifically asks Wilson about his swimming capabilities, and he tells him straight on, you know, that he has he's been certified and he can swim great, and then we see, obviously, in three that he can't. Um, and then I think in this one, he claimed that he had stuff to eat that he didn't eat. Yeah. Um, none of that's displayed. And to me, that integrity was much more important to me when I'm trusting my life to these people right. than perhaps, you know, some perhaps issues that you guys were having with uh, your your mood or whatnot. So well, and you I, know, I don't know. I felt like that was more of an important factor for me at least. You know, I think I feel like, it sounds like am I I'm favoring you guys. You are <laughs> yay. <laughs> and we favor you. Hey, team I think, Orange. Like I said, uh, they the the you know, they do interviews after each elimination and the next day I think was the first time I really expressed my discontent for the decision this time. But like I said, I just didn't think that it was it was brought up enough. And I think other people had agenda for mm-hmm. you guys going home as opposed to Robin and Wilson. So. I was just going to ask that. Do you feel, because last episode I said, and I love Robin and Wilson. I think they seem like such they're genuine, precious people. people. But I feel like the producers or someone has been saving them when they didn't have like a dramatic storyline for someone to be eliminated. And I feel like, I mean, is that how you feel? Because as an, as a viewer on the outside, I watch every week and I think they're going to get eliminated. And for some reason they don't. Yeah, and I don't. I don't think it's necessarily the producers. The producers, I love them all. I mean, they were great, great people, and I, I really think they try to tell it as accurately as they, as they, is it? What's going on here? I just saw some like dancing on the screen. Um, they try to. Where are you? Get to it together, Jeff. Focus, focus, <laughs> focus, right here. Focus, uh, right here, yeah. baby. Um, Need to do that. <laughs> no, it was one of y'all on the screen. I still have it up. I can see. <laughs> Oh, um, is it me? Is it me dancing? It's, it's me. Yeah, t- it's, it's me telling it's you I'm Team Orange tonight. <laughs> oh, okay, that's right. <laughs> no, I think they try to be as accurate as possible. It's just that they're getting information from everybody else as well. Yeah. So they're trying to piece all this stuff together on the fly, and it's it's a it's difficult to keep up with. So when certain people have things that they have issues with, cast members, they discuss that much more, and that seems to be more of a concern for some of the cast members than it really is. Um, yeah. You know, and I don't. I, I try to be as, as unbiased as possible at all times, and I I, I felt like, um, you know, this one had a lot to do with perhaps people's personal opinions on perhaps Candon. I don't know. Um, Kyle, I, I doesn't, don't really know Kyle doesn't like me. I don't know why. Oh, Kyle and Royce, like Kyle and Royce have issues with me, and I don't get them. I don't know if it's our personalities oh. clashing, but they seem to. I, you know, I've whatever. No, they just well, don't understand you. That's the difference. <laughs> I tried my You're hardest to be... You're gonna get to, to the be... bottom of that. Trust yeah, me, everybody. They didn't get to know you well enough. No, but no I mean, and I Jeff, Jeff wouldn't have gotten to know me either, you know, if I hadn't stuck around a little longer, because Jeff had some, uh, and a lot of other people had apparently preconceived some notions. preconceived... Oh, we certainly did. No. I mean, we weren't able to talk to each other at all, but we, we had... They oh, had like sized us up. They're like, "Oh no, these two blondes." Exactly. Well, that's fine. what it is. Well, no. They were judging a they were judging a book by its cover. I'm assuming. There were some certain particular there were particular <laughs> things that happened um, that Such seemed as. a little high maintenance uh, before we started. 
filming uh, that I think gave people that idea. <laughs> I do not deny that. Uh, I had a little bit of a fit before we went on the plane. Chris and Jeff were behind us. I had some peanut butter in my purse, and I was like, I love peanut butter, and if I'm going to go in the wilderness, that's... And I didn't know if they were going to even let me bring it, which they did not, but I really wanted to bring my peanut butter with me on the plane, and which is a 13-hour plane ride to New Zealand, and... To maybe have them, if they said you can bring one personal item, I'm going to bring peanut butter. <laughs> well, they took my peanut butter at TSA, which they it's always the let me travel with peanut butter. And I just, like, was already just emotional. And so I kind of pitched a fit. And poor Jeff and Chris were like, wow. You told me this story. You're like, this is like, or, this is like $5 I was like, peanut butter. Like $5 <laughs> peanut butter. <laughs> it wasn't a fit. I thought TSA was going to boot her out of the airport. I mean, <laughs> she was... She was causing a scene. Listen, Everybody, you, she had to have but it her wasn't socks just that one particular certain. incident. There was a lot. Every, it seemed that every time we saw them, they were in, they were in kind of argument with somebody. Um, <laughs> we're just dramatic. Guess, well, that was my first opinion. That, wow, and they, they were going to be the first to go. And then they ended up drinking urine and eating maggots. That yeah. was probably shocking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we. I was surprised. I think everyone else was too, but I think some people didn't let go of those first opinion well Um, we love everybody i have so i mean these people i need them back in my life more i mean seriously (laughs) i mean i am you need to have your own reunion well i'm gonna say i hope they do that yeah and i've said it from the beginning you know there's sometimes where if you're family you don't have to like each other all the time but you do have to love each other and And we really i feel like we have a family here you know we're the first season of the show everybody was doing this on the fly. I mean, you know, we didn't know what we were in for. And to be able to get through this together and come out of it with an amazing experience and some awesome friendships. Like, I hope that everybody takes it the way that I have mm-hmm. and that we have and, you know, Jeff and every, I mean, the people that we do stay in contact with, I hope that everyone is on that same page because mm-hmm. we're like family. Mm-hmm. And you know what's so funny yeah. is Ryan and Madeline got married and so did Louie and her husband, Dave. Yep. That's Since awesome. Yeah. Yeah. A lot has yeah. happened. Well, yeah. hopefully if for some reason they don't do a reunion, maybe everybody can come to After Buzz and we'll do one. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm awesome. here in L.A. Jeffrey, you need to be in L.A. Yeah. I know. I'm trying. You don't sound so good. I, I wanted to say one thing real quick, though. About Go for it. I didn't get to comment on the last episode, but uh, there were some, I guess, opinions last time. Chime in. Let's do it. How, uh, well, about how the episode was played out. Uh, I think there was just so much that hap- happened last episode. It was so difficult to kind of put it all together. Um, you know, like with my knee, and then you don't really... I guess some people thought that there wasn't really like a follow-up as to, you know, okay, he's just okay, I guess. He's better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there was just so much going on that episode that it was really hard to show everything and then follow up with everything without it just seemed too jumbled. Um, and I think they did a, did a good job, but I felt like last episode got bashed. Um, are you, are you specific- I mean, I think I think everyone wishes there's some changes in, in all the episodes, of but course. you know, I think those producers do the best they can. The reason I'm saying that is because I really, I really appreciate um, a lot of the producers, and I grew close with them too. Because mm-hmm. you, right. you go you grow close with um, everyone that, yeah. that's um, part of the show, not just the cast members. Well, too, it's, I think it's- Ryan Summer was the one who. I think Ryan's watching. I think Ryan's watching. (laughs) Ryan's watching tonight. Um, Jeff, wait, hold on, hold on, Cannon. Are you referring to specifically maybe the little love connection that they put online of you and Candon that was cut out that you were unhappy about? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I. (laughs) Well, it's funny about that because they that was 
I, I don't have an opinion on that. <laughs> <laughs> and no comment. Yeah. I, I will <laughs> say, I will just say that um, Ryan and Madeline's little, you know, blurb about how gross it would be if anything did happen, we both agree with that. <laughs> that it, it would be gross imagine, if yes. that happened. After the first week and a half, I think your, your body had removed all of its toxins. You didn't really start smell as bad. Oh, so I, I smell nice. So, so you mean there was a chance that you would have <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a couple more weeks, you know, maybe it would have been... Yeah, see, a couple more weeks. weeks. That's all we needed. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, I had to ask. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> fine. Um, my only other add-on to your little spiel, Jeff, is that do you think that it has to do... The fact that some things get left out or whatever, and that sometimes it's confusing to us, is because of the time limit? that it's really only an hour and they're trying to fit so much that happens into one hour? Like, do you think it should have been a two-hour show? I, I certainly think so. But, um, but I don't know. It's it's hard to say without actually seeing it that way. Yeah. Um, maybe it would be too drawn out and it would be boring. But it just seems like compared to some other shows, there's so much that does happen that yeah. you really could focus on a lot more of the personal relationships, not just within the teams, but the between the teams right. that I don't feel like we're, we're getting to see right now. And oh, I certainly know that there was a lot more going on between the teams as far as how people were connecting and how um, they were interacting with each other. And I would like to have seen that um, and perhaps some of the audience would have too. Yeah. Perhaps. Perhaps. Very nice. You sound very smart tonight. You are very smart. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm very impressed. <laughs> Could I'm you keep talking, please? Medicine. I never take medicine. It's, it's the medicine. It's the medicine. <laughs> yeah, oh, my gosh. Me. Well, yeah. everybody thinks you and Chris are so uber cute. Yeah. Do you have, like, a like thousand more Twitter followers? Because I know I personally have the biggest crush on your team. You guys are the cutest. <laughs> Well, thank you. Do hey, you're welcome. Do we have a fight? I'll take Chris as mine. <laughs> Chris is mine. Oh, yeah. She's so basically, okay, I'm out. No, I'll share Chris. He actually has a girlfriend. So he's totally yeah. good that we can play. <laughs> yeah, so we can have a crush. We can play and have a crush on Chris. He has a girlfriend. Yeah. Well, um, we are way over time, so we're going to wrap it up. Thank you for calling in, Jeff. You, Jeff. We hope you we feel better. Yeah. We love you. And I'm definitely I'm going to say this for the third time, repping Team Orange from here on out. So, hey, so you guys they, better go all the way. Where can and, they follow uh, Jeff on Twitter? Yeah, where can they find you on Twitter, Jeff? Uh, it's Referee Jobbert. Jobbert. So basically, say it's Jeffrey Robert, but reverse the first letters of the two. Referee Jobert. Referee Jobert. Referee Jobert. I can't even say it. That sounds I think like the first a, time I've ever said it out loud. Actually, and now you're regretting your choice. Exactly. Yeah, Referee underscore Jobert. Okay, I know what it is. All right. Well, we, we follow you. We hope you feel better. Well, thank you. All right. Talk lovely to you ladies later. later. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right, hey, I need some more Twitter followers. Can we plug Mama Donna OMG? Absolutely. Just did. Just hey, did. Hi, hey. At Mama Donna OMG. What? Okay. So let's do predictions really quick because... Can, can you do them? Do you know anything? No. Okay. And now, no, you're after Oh, we have to... Predictions. predictions for who goes home next. Why don't... My mom and I should do predictions on who we think is going to win. Okay. And you can do predictions on who's going to go home next week. We'll see how that turns out for me because I have no idea. But I think who's going to win is Jim and Austin. 
As much as I love everybody else, I, I think see Jim and Austin. I see that card, and I will raise you one for Chris and Jeff because I I'm I'm torn between the two, but yeah. I gotta go with my boys. Yeah, I appreciate that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so hard. Like you're wearing blue, kind of, and I'm wearing orange. It works I know. Out. All right. Oh, that's so true. So then, who do you think is gonna go home next week? Have I said Robin and Wilson every week? <gasps> because I don't now. And now, now I'll probably be wrong. They'll probably go home next week. But I, I don't, and so now I'm lost. They've kind of been my crutch. I've been thinking, like, they're going to go home. Um, I genuinely have no idea. But why don't I go ahead and say who I think will win, because that's where okay. I'm at. Okay. Um, I think that... Jim and Austin are going to win as well. But I love Chris and Chad. I know. So cool. it, it's I it's honestly a toss-up between the two. It, really, it is, really is. But I just feel like, ultimately, Jim and Austin, they just got it together. Like, they every do. time, it's just smooth sailing for them, somehow. Even if they, they do. don't do, like, the greatest on, you know, building shelter. And Bear sees so much in himself. In Austin. In Austin. I can see that. And I think that is, he is nurturing that spirit and Chris and Jeff are just super uber great guys that are athletes and smart and can do everything. That's a little too expected. But on True. Bears and Bears world, it's about the dude, the nerd, like Austin. And and Bear seems to have that nurture inside. Every time Cannon's been upset, he's rooting uh, for her, he's you know. Good, or, yeah. I love him. I love, I that. love him. He's precious. Hey, and let's I, have a crush on Bear. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's married too, but that's fine. That's that's why we're allowed. We can do it. Hello, I'm married. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning into AfterBuzz TV. Bing is for doing. That's why we're doing another GOA after show for season one. Get out alive with Bear Grylls. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Candon Bliss. Please keep tuning in every week, even though me and my beautiful mother are not on Get Out Alive anymore. Hopefully, we'll still be a topic of conversation. And they can find you on Twitter again. Follow me at Mamadonna OMG. (laughs) You're the cutest. Wow. And you can follow me, Ashley Michelle. I am the AM broadcast. That's Twitter and Instagram. I think we should do this uh, every girls' night. Yeah, I think we should do girls' night. Steven and we don't need the boys, right? Mamadonna, stay here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You don't need them. And Marissa, we got Marissa. (laughs) Don't forget to download Serial Buddies on iTunes and Amazon. Yeah. And rate this awesome after show. Rate this yeah. awesome after Number show one. on iTunes. Woo-hoo. Give us some stars. Comment. We'll respond to your comments. And so, And yeah. I'll cook red beans and rice for you. They're awesome. Done. True story. Done. <laughs> All right. I'll good night. Them. Good night, guys. <laughs> good night. Thank you for tuning in. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.